Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook and welcome to this week's edition of Being Green. It's National Recycling Day in South Africa today and International Coastal Cleanup Day tomorrow. So a good time to focus our attention on what we do with our household waste. Speaking on this show two weeks ago, the WWF's Paths Pillay said waste management is a big problem and not only here in Cape Town, but in the country as a whole, and that only about 40% of households actually have formal waste collection. Well, I'm really lucky that in my neighbourhood not only is rubbish collected once a week, but also a private company comes around every Friday to pick up our recycling at no charge. But I've often wondered what to do with my organic waste. My yard is just way too small to build a compost heap, and I know that finding a way to stop it landing up in a landfill will be good for the environment. So I'm very, very pleased to be joined on the line now by by Melanie Ludwig, who is the chairperson of Organics Recycling Association of South Africa. Melanie, two very quick reminders, please, for our listeners. What would be considered as organic waste? And for those who don't know, what happens to it when it reaches a landfill? Hi there. Thanks for asking those questions. Yes, organic waste is anything that used to be alive. So that is food waste, garden waste, abattoir waste, sewage sludge, paper waste and wood waste. So if you think about it, was it alive, breathing at one stage? That's organic and when it gets to a landfill, it gets buried under a lot of builder's rubble where it breaks down anaerobically and produces methane, which is the number one greenhouse gas and causes climate change. It also contaminates our, our groundwater. So it's very important to keep organic waste out of landfills. And in fact, the Western Cape next year is due to become the first province to place restrictions on the amount of organic waste that reaches landfills. I, I believe that's something like three million tonnes per year in in the province. Tell us about the new regulations. Yes, the Department of Environmental Affairs and Developmental Planning put restrictions on the permits of the landfill, most often um, operated by municipalities. They required them to do a status quo of the volumes of organic waste from 2018 so they could determine what a 50% reduction is by 2022 and put in place organic waste diversion plans. This was the most effective way for the department to actually change the way that waste is managed in in the province. And um, that's what they've decided to do. So it's 50% reduction by 2022 and 100% by 2027. That's a very ambitious target. What is the plan for doing this and is it logistically viable? Well, each municipality is supposed to submit a organic diversion plan to um, the province, implement that plan to divert that that, that waste. Unfortunately, we have not seen these plans yet. None of the, the municipalities have made these plans public. So we're actually not sure whether the municipalities plan to process all of this waste themselves or whether they're actually going to in, include the private sector in, in, this, in this massive project of diverting organic waste from landfill. It would seem to make sense to include the private sector. I, I was remember when we were talking earlier in the week, I mentioned friends in Zurich and Munich who actually have somebody who comes and collects their organic waste every week. Yes, collections of organic waste is very expensive and a lot of our municipalities are already um, overstretched when it comes to waste management. But there's a lot of other creative ways that you can do to collect household organic waste, which are specifically food waste and garden waste. 
food waste can be accepted at our city's drop-offs, for example, and we have been asking the city of Cape Town to open up their recycling drop-offs to accept food waste. You can also have pop-up um, food waste collection points that like they do in New York City, where you actually just take your bucket there and get it, uh, swap it out for a clean bucket. Garden waste can be chipped um, at our city of Cape Town's drop-offs, so there is some services in place. But collecting from households individually, currently it's only really um, complexes and blocks of flats that hire then additional services from private contractors that actually can work in that scenario. But in these new regulations, the onus is on the municipalities, not on individuals. But we obviously can do something by, for example, composting our food waste and other biodegradable waste. So if we live in a flat or a small space and we can't make a compost heap, what can we do? Well, we, we're hoping that the city of Cape Town will open up their drop-offs to food waste. So you would be able to take your dry recycling, which is your paper, plastic, glass and tins in one bag, and then a smaller bucket of food waste to a drop-off and drop it there. So we are definitely hoping for that. If you're in a block of flats, there are private contractors that you can contract to collect waste from your entire block of flats but it does mean trying to get a lot of people involved because you must look at the cost of doing these kind of collections. For those who can't afford it in the interim, put it in a bucket with a lid and hopefully be able to take it to one of the city drop-off points. One of the drop-offs. Otherwise, in Cape Town and Uranusuch, the Uranusuch Farmers Garden there does also do uh, composting of food waste. So that is another drop-off that you could potentially use if you do live in the city bowl. They have, the Oranje Farmer's Garden. That's an excellent yes, idea, and I think I am definitely going to give that a try. Thanks to Melanie Ludwig of the Organics Recycling Association of South Africa. That's it for this week. Till next time, from me, Glynis Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. If we condense the history of Earth into 24 hours... Then we've been around for a few seconds. A short time to create havoc, yet long enough to know that we have the power to make a difference to our planet. It starts at home, from the moment we wake up and turn on our energy-saving light bulbs. Switch on to a sustainable world with Galinda Moser from Remax Living, our passionate and proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio. FMR.